we had quite a snowstorm up here last week, making the roads quite treacherous. A young man went off the freeway into the ditch, so he called the police to help him out. When the police arrived, they noticed the vehicle smelled like an outcast concert, and they soon discovered why. He had about 1.5 pounds of marijuana in the vehicle. Along with some other things that'll hell yeah, get you, brother. Probably get you three to five in Wisconsin for what? what? Being, Being rad. rad? Being rad. <laughs> uh, can't take me to jail for that. Yeah, <laughs> he's in all sorts of trouble now, and you're probably asking yourself some questions. Why didn't he make an effort to hide the contraband? Why didn't he call the tow truck directly? Everyone knows tow truck guys partake, but the question you should be asking is why didn't this man? Go to Canna Bloom Pharmacy at 2770 East Sumner Street, Hartford, Wisconsin, instead to get some fully legal and equally effective CBD gummies and or Delta 8 products. He would be at home right now, and this incident would be a fading memory, but instead he has multiple court dates. All this could have been resolved had he gone to see our friends at Canna Bloom Pharmacy with an F. Whether you have aches and pain, problem with sleep, or your dog is scared of thunderstorms, Canna Bloom has safe and natural products. That will help your situation. Go to cannabloompharmacy.com. Spell it C A N N A B L O O M F A R M like farm A C Y and use code PSR to get 10% off your purchase. Aren't you about tired of listening to sports shows with all the woke bullshit? So are we. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. And now, here's Eric, Angela, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Thank you for those reviews. Glad to have you with us. I was supposed to say those in the opposite order. We're off to a bad start. Nowhere to go but up. Angela's got her Red Wing shirt on. John's got the headband. Chris is over there shoveling coal, betting hockey, basketball, everything he can find. It's a beautiful day in Wisconsin. John, how's it looking out in Colorado? You know, uh, Rado. <clears throat> spring is starting to emerge. Went on a nice little bike ride <clears throat> and uh, was listening to Plus Money Golf to make sure I got some, some golf in. Some golf sets, some golf sets. Sorry, total distracted, but I'm locked in now. Yeah, threw in some uh, some golf bets for the Dollar Bet Club. Nice. Hey, the golf, the golfs are looking good so far, but it is only Thursday night. Mm -hmm. We'll find out. Angela, how are you doing? I love your Red Wings shirt, and that's red, white, and blue. I'm slightly colorblind, so I'll take your word for it. It is. It's very cool and groovy. It's one of my favorite shirts. I'm wearing it because I'm in mourning today, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Damn Blackhawks. <laughs> You're one of the people out there still keeping groovy in the lexicon. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. It. Oh, yeah. It'll okay. die. If it dies, it'll die with me. I will keep it going as long as I can. <laughs> Outstanding. Coach may or may not be here. He's out there uh, working for the cause doing great things helping folks that's what he does dame lillard scores points in basketball games that's what he does he scored 71 against the rockets the other night um they called it the highest scoring sub 40 minute output of all time with his 71 points on 22 of 38 shooting 13 of 22 from three in just 39 minutes. I don't like how they cheapened it with the 39 minutes thing it doesn't have to be a record it can just be a really cool thing that happened exactly it doesn't have to be some over statisized thing that espn oh it's the the biggest point turnout on a thursday and the last thursday in february it's like dude just during just appreciate it right like during the vernal equinox exactly 5 15 yeah weren't there two planets out last night or night before maybe that was why where's mercury is that thing moved to retrograde oh you know what i have regular grade 
<laughs> What's the opposite of retrograde? Just grade? Future, future grade. Oh. It's like retro is in the past, right? <laughs> I'll have to ask uh, my astrology friends. Is Mercury yeah. in future grade? You do have a you do have a couple. Angela, your astrology friend was in some kind of seminar with Aaron Rodgers where he was impressing people with his knowledge. So, oh yeah, tapped in. That happened. Got <laughs> it to the long list of things that make you eye roll with Aaron Rodgers. It's an ever-growing yeah. list. It's getting to be pretty pretty long. Man. I this haven't really listened- for prick of the year. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> it's getting old. The whole act, the whole, it's very Farvian to uh, possibly coin a term. I don't, the other day he said he'll make his decision soon enough or whatever he said on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. I haven't listened to it. The, I listened to the other one when he was on the Aubrey Marcus podcast and it was, it seemed like they were just a couple minutes from blowing each other. So I wasn't really going to get in on this one. I'll just take the headlines. What I know is he has not yet made a decision, but he appreciates all the feelings and it's, you know, very hippie dippy woohoo. He's gone far over onto that whole blue of earth plane. My coworker made a really interesting comment to me today an observation that she thought that he was living out the tale of obi-wan kenobi in real life just to troll the entire world (laughs) like you know what i kind of see it i do i wouldn't put it past him to play some sort of long con with us like that oh yeah yeah i mean and if that's what he's doing it's kind of funny and hilarious and i love him for it if he's just being a douche bro come on then I can't tolerate him. <laughs> the vibes from the team seem to be, hey, the kid is ready to play, or at least we've convinced ourselves of that. And whatever he wants to do, that's fine. We haven't heard from him. I think I think the Bears, John, are going to have an opportunity to be better than the Packers in the coming years. Yeah, I would hope so, based on the position that we're in. You would think they could make something out of it. What do you I think? Mean, gonna- you guys are this thing is going to be as coach would say a deal <laughs> deal <laughs> i don't know how you get out from under it from this year I, there's so much money tied into it uh he's just being a, a royal pain in the ass and i love to watch it go ahead go ahead take your time aaron <laughs> oh he will <laughs> he will what do you think uh your bears are going to do with that pick. Are they going to trade it? They're starting to sound like they're going to trade it. Keep fields. Yeah. I, I don't know exact moves they're going to make because I, I tend to think uh, the Pied Piper Mel Kiper just really wants clicks this time of year. So I'm not really listening to yeah. what he says, but I think um, I screamed at the TV today when they're like, well, we think the bears might actually trade down and keep fields. And it's like, you idiots we've been saying that for the last month right but they had to get this whole media thing going and it's just what espn does they they make up storylines they make them into headlines and then that goes around and then it just kind of falls back to earth and reality once draft comes around but i think they'll trade down uh once if not twice get some guys because they're lacking guys and and move on from there i mean justin fields is still still the quarterback and definitely not going to draft Bryce Young, who clocked in at just a hair under 5'11". So uh, what, what what quarterback do you want to get first? I, I, I wouldn't roll the dice with anybody else. No. no. The, uh, whoever drafts Jalen Carter is going to be rolling the dice a little bit. He's not at the Combine. He left. I Probably because the arrest warrant was put out for him. <laughs> I don't know if it was yeah, that yeah. or because... Might have been food, could have been the arrest warrant. Right. Just didn't want to answer questions about it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's also... I left become... my toaster plugged in. I need to leave. <laughs> I got to split. Yeah. You guys, I... Uh, it's my this, place, this place is dead. It's like... Uh, <laughs> Uh, that old we play all things a total sausage party. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this place is dead. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> He's um, what 
troubles me is a lot of these talking heads on the TV don't think this is going to affect his draft stock too much. He was racing, uh, street racing, as the kids are known to do sometimes. Um, a couple people were allegedly intoxicated and a teammate passed away and I believe a staff member yeah. as well. Yeah. And he then allegedly fled the scene and then later allegedly lied to the police about what had happened. I mean, I'm sure, you know, you're scared you take off or whatever. I'm not sure what I learned today. He had already previously been caught going 90 and a 45. So he's got the full miles Garrett speed bug, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. This trend with, with cars and guns and everything that's been the last couple of weeks, just the unnecessary distractions, just, reek of just a bad teammate i i get that people like to drive fast whatever uh but this is becoming a really common thing among sports is dude just being wildly reckless for absolutely no reason right you just won a championship i'd love to drive fast i'm not doing that shit (laughs) yeah i don't get it uh but i mean based off the accusations he's got to go to jail right normal people would go to jail i guess is really the question i'm asking and the answer is yes um and it is troubling to see like well yeah but he he might fall in the draft it's like good grief you know you can kill two people and and people still want to want to draft you is it's kind of a sad state of affairs i'll be interested to see how far he falls compared to laramie tunsil yeah and that was just smoking weed like, look yeah. how far we've come. The guy was smoking weed and doing it in a pretty hilarious fashion, if I if I might add, <laughs> the scuba mask or whatever. I, I kind of thought that was funny. And people were acting like he murdered people. Yeah. He did not. And now we have a guy who murdered people. And they're just like, well, we don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about what he, what kind of output he could have and what that means for all these other teams and Mel Kuyper's big board. It's pretty lame. Mel Kuyper's big boy truly rules the day. The combine, not as big of a deal anymore. You know, Matt LaFleur isn't there. Um, There are a couple other, there are three or four coaches who didn't go. Um, Some teams are just not, I guess it's because they took away a lot of their opportunities to ask weird questions. Like, was your mom a prostitute and just see how they react? (laughs) Like they went way too far with that. And I think now it's been taken away. Now they don't want to show up. That's all right. It might be telling. Maybe it's like a self control thing. Like, I can't trust myself to ask this guy whether or not he has a toe fetish. So I probably shouldn't go. Yeah. I, I do think it's basically though, like a casting couch for pro yeah, athletes. Right. right. I How do far think can I push this? They were saying, though, that I mean, just having a face-to-face conversation god forbid anybody does that anymore right can be pretty telling as far as a person's character or intelligence or these kinds of things and uh it's probably a problem i mean it might not show up now but it could be later there's probably going to be missed opportunities because of that you can watch videotape all day long but i don't know locker room culture is a thing you got to sit across from somebody see if they show up on time see how they can hold themselves in a conversation. And I do think you ask them just like in any interview, you see how they stand up to an awkward question. That's appropriate. I'm not saying ask if your mom's a prostitute, but be like, <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed you did this in college. You know, it's like it's Mac Jones or something You're like, Hey, do you want to explain your DUI uh, and see yeah. how he reacts? Cause do you think the media is going to be any kinder once he signs millions of dollars? No, 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 they are not. And this um, car accident was allegedly on video. I haven't seen video or still shots. I heard on the radio today it's on video. So we'll uh, see. That would change the entire equation. Speaking of what uh, I saw the Kamara video again today, that's making the rounds again. What do you think happens with him, John? Do you think he's going to get suspended or is he so good at football that it'll just be monetary? Um, Good question. I mean, it really depends on what happens legally, uh, but I think based off the video and everything, he's 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 guilty. So I think he has to. I yeah, hope I to God he does. I mean, the, the dude was brutally beaten. The I don't know. I've been questioning a lot of stuff after 
the Alabama thing, and not to take it to a dark place, but just the with the things that athletes are getting away with right now, quote unquote, getting away with uh, the way that's being handled, has got me questioning. Just you know, are these guys? going to get punished for some of the stuff they do you know a guy from bama can pass off a gun that murders somebody and then have a a nice little pregame pat down as a joke before he he takes the court you know it's just a lot of stuff in bad taste john morant supposedly beating up a 17 year old uh, pointing a gun at him and then the next that very night after it came out his celebration is pointing a gun and shooting it it just seems like it's a mockery at this point and uh this whole week i've been pretty down on some of these elite athletes that just think they're above the law. And I guess we'll, we'll find out the the thing with John Morant, uh, it got dropped by, I think the DA, but he's still got civil litigation pending. I mean, that's a 17 year old. Yeah. I I just don't believe that the same guy that brings nine people to a Pacers game and, you know, shines laser beams on people to threaten their lives as if it's a a gun being pointed at him. You know, I have a hard time believing he had self-defense in beating up a 17 year old. Cause that's his defense. So I don't know. I'm a little bit um, sad sack as I'm looking at all these sports stories and, and nobody gives a flying fuck like what these guys do anymore. And it's kind of pissing me off. That's not right. And then the more it goes, you know, the more they're, they're lenient about it and the more they kind of look the other way and wipe it under the cup, the um, rug the worse it's going to get, obviously. And I don't know how it can get much worse than it is right now. It's pretty, pretty bad. What you tolerate, you encourage. Oh, my God. For real. That's what they say. Here's a, I don't know. I've, I guess we got a bunch of stuff about college athletes today. A kid named Matthew Meyer. He plays for your <laughs> Illinois basketball team. This uh, scared me. Go ahead. He missed a couple practices. He says... Because he drank five, count them, five Monster Energy drinks in one night playing Fortnite or whatever the kids are playing now. Nerd. Hard he said, down. quote, I've been sick the past few days. I had a caffeine poisoning. I had six monsters. Oh, six. On the day of the game, I only had one at first. But later I had five because I loved the caffeine-induced euphoria of playing video games. So I could barely get out of bed. Couldn't snap out of it basically like a can uh, a caffeine hangover a 16 ounce can of monster contains 160 milligrams of caffeine caffeine so that's 960 milligrams of caffeine that's almost a full gram of caffeine that feels like a lot isn't it or that's uh, like super a, I'm dangerous not, uh, no, that's that's insane the fda recommends as a healthy dose depending on the person the life-threatening dose is around 10 to 14,000 milligrams. What? Wait, he had 960 yeah, milligrams. He was close to it. That's why he got sick. Wow. Yeah. It, and this kind of freaked me out because I feel like I drink a lot of caffeine. <laughs> I probably have three to 400 throughout the day on a, on a high caffeine day. And I saw that. I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, never mind. He had double that. So I'm good. What? Because it's easy to just drink three to four cups of coffee. And I usually look at like, uh, I don't do an energy drink, but something like it, you know, 200 milligrams caffeine. That's a lot. And to have 900 in your system. uh, And also was there Adderall in this system? Because I feel like uh, that's probably what induced the uh, euphoria. Yeah. To be, because I've been there rushing his enemies (laughs) on that video game though. Yeah. (laughs) Got no shot against the kid on six monsters. Swear. That's a PED. I wonder if the uh esports will limit or ban how much of that you how much is in a Red Bull? How much caffeine? 180, I think. Okay. Yeah, so I max out at two Red Bulls a day. I'm okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pass out. Yeah, but it freaked me out because I'm thinking, oh my gosh, there's a thing is caffeine poisoning? Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> let's hope yeah. when you're like older you're getting to be aged and you can pretend to be a badass because you're walking that fine edge that's right. of too much edge. caffeine in your coffee and too many red bulls you're like <laughs> yeah. that's how you're an aged badass it's not about yep. hardcore drugs it's about caffeine <laughs> yep that's all we have left 
Rank the playoffs. I was thinking about this today with March Madness about to start up. What is, what are the best playoffs? The NFL playoffs were a bit of a letdown this year. There were a couple good games, but overall kind of eh. I think March Madness and the NHL and the MLB are my top three. I'm just not sure in what order. But I think NFL mm-hmm. falls fourth. I go Stanley Cup number one. Hands down. I knee-jerk immediate reaction. Stanley Cup. In, yeah. Because of the overall competition from first round to Stanley Cup. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's pretty tough. I mean, it's uh, to me, there's much more action and the players are like as as far as effort is concerned and action is concerned and the output from each player and playing with injuries and all those kinds of things. To me, it's, there is no greater show than the Stanley cup playoffs. And to me also, also it's such a revered trophy and the history behind it. So, you know, as far as excitement and history and all of that, I would say Stanley cup. But yeah, even I mean, the first round matchups, anybody can win. And that's not like right. that in most sports. Ooh. Exactly. I mean, look at the NBA. NBA is probably the worst. Uh, go ahead and look at what the Phoenix Suns did last last year. Uh, you know, you can be an NBA team, be good and then just shit the bed. Uh, very few of the geez, I'd have to go back a couple of years. The year Toronto won, where I sat down and really enjoyed multiple series of the NBA finals. It has to go to college basketball because one, it's one and done. Um, yeah. We've gotten to the point where there's so much parody that something unheard of happens to Duke a couple of years ago, 16 uh, beats a one, 15 beats two, uh, 13s routinely beat four. Uh, it's just exciting stuff. Same with hockey. Um, it's exciting in every series. There's very few lopsided wins and, yeah, I'd have to go basketball, NCAA, then then hockey, because the NFL would be up there, but it hasn't been great um, no. the last year, two years. Yeah, I think oh, NHL, year. then college basketball, and then probably Major League Baseball. Yeah, you got to throw college football in there as being lopsided, too. Now, I think in the next couple of years, the parity will catch up with that as well. NIL deals. Uh, flattening of some of the 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 team the teams across the country you know USC will get better some of the Pac-12 teams will get better that'll be great but I mean look at this year's championship it was just an absolute dumpster fire (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's not always going to be Georgia and Alabama I wonder how Nick Saban is dealing with all this he's got to be just like keep all your basketball shit over there I built this thing. It's pristine. <laughs> Don't even come over here. <laughs> yes. I wonder I wonder if anybody like a reporter has asked Sabin how he feels about what's going on. So quit asking. Yeah. <laughs> quit asking. <laughs> oh, you know what I hate? These kids who don't want to throw at the combine Stroud Levis, even the Richardson kid who's getting a bunch of steam to go number one. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. He was over a hundred to one and now he's like 30 to one to go. Number one. I think, I don't know. Everybody's looking for the next Lamar Jackson. He can run. He can throw it a little bit. They're cherry picking some of his throws. Anyways, he's going to throw, but Bryce young is going to wait until his pro day. I don't like that. If you're a scared to throw at a combine, then you're off my board. If you're interviewing oh, yeah. for this high pressure job and you're not willing to perform in a high pressure situation, then uh, let the Jimmy Haslam's of the world figure that out. They can have you. Absolutely. I agree. Speaking I, of what, what, what reason do they cite for not doing it? They just say, I'm not coming. The receipt, it's not their receivers. They're, it's all unfamiliar stuff. So they don't want to put anything bad on tape. You wouldn't see that in the XFL. Put tape <laughs> Nope. Well, the dude from it Florida, didn't... like, he's not. What did he even win in college? I heard an argument on ESPN Chicago the other day, and it was just like, where does he get off thinking he can, he can not do this? Like, did he, <laughs> did he win anything in the SEC? No. So. Yeah, you have something to prove that you can be a winning quarterback and you have the decision making and the the X factor to be able to uh, go in there and perform. Yeah, 
let's see it. Or I guess we have to come to your pro day. Okay, Kaepernick. I guess we'll show up at the high school or whatever right. on yeah. your time. Severely inconvenienced. That'll yeah. we'll mark that down. Speaking of old Jimmy Haslam, he bought Mark Lazary's 25% stake in the Milwaukee Bucks. So it's all over for us now. He's bringing that Browns aroma into Fiserv. <laughs> um, I couldn't have told you who Mark Lazary was before this. So what do I really care which billionaire owns it as long as they don't try to walk into the draft room? But this Lazary guy. He bought in for about $125 million when Herb Cole sold the team for $500. And then he gave $100 back for them to build the stadium. And he just sold his 25% stake for $3.4 billion with a B. Allegedly, he plans to use that money to get a team up and running in Las Vegas. Hmm. Which I bet the expansion fee will be exactly or approximately $3.4 billion now that the NBA knows <laughs> what he has. exactly the cat's out of the bag yeah someone spilled the beans that's great that is that china pumping up the it's the world i know that it's it's the world pumping up the value of the nba like the the rest of the world loves it almost more than we do yeah i know china is huge we we found that out a guy said a guy said hey maybe hong kong should (laughs) should have some freedom and they were like what the fuck Get out of here. Yeah. Well, and then they has LeBron and Kerr who always had something to say about everything. And they're like, I, I, it's not my business. I don't really want to speak on foreign affairs. Chinese internment camps. Who I don't do I look like? About. Dennis Rodman here? Maybe alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what am I? The ambassador? I don't know. I put balls. They just, the they just signed my checks. I don't know. Yeah. I don't ask where it comes from. I guess this uh, Lazary guy tried to get his kid elected county executive in Milwaukee. But uh, what's his name? Barnes, Mandela Barnes beat him. So I think that's when they decided to pull up stakes. <laughs> We're out of here. God. Picturesque Milwaukee. <laughs> right, so your new owner is independently wealthy, um, is richer than your old owner, right? I think so. Yeah. He's got a 25% stake. I don't know who the, I know Aaron Rodgers has a little piece <laughs> and, uh, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't have pilot flying J money. Yeah. No. Oil money is different. Wes Edens owns a chunk. I, I'm just saying the richer your owner is, the better off you are. I mean, you get into yeah. uh, I had a, a coworker kind of break it down for me really, really well, saying, you know, the Utah Jazz were always so good because they had to be in order to break even. They broke even second round of the playoffs. Wow. And that can be a good thing and a bad thing. That means they're never going to tank because they can't afford it, but they're probably never going to be somebody that goes out and makes a splash in free agency. Hence why there's a little bit of, of uh, hope here in Denver, you know, having the old Walmart money come in, who doesn't even know who Roger Goodell is and just starts buying up stuff. That's nice. They, they can write a blank check and just say, don't ask me anymore. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So if the richer your owner, kind of the better off you are. That's like, yeah. I mean, you want to work for a rich guy. You want the guy who signs your checks to pull up in a Mercedes idea. That being said, now Utah hasn't won a championship, but they had a lot of fun for a lot of years. And sometimes it's nice to have a team that, you know, isn't going to be God awful. And, you know, you can at least count on getting into the playoffs and maybe going to a game or two. There's nothing wrong with that either. No. Speaking of piles of money, uh, millions in fake memorabilia has been seized. Law enforcement agents confiscated over 600 fake championship rings across four major U.S. professional sports leagues and the NCAA from a South Kakalaka memorabilia store as part of a seizure of counterfeit merchandise. The South Carolina Secretary of State announced this shit was all worth a combined 15 million had they sold at retail. Uh, feds raided this place called Kirk's Collectibles, but no arrests were made. For some reason, the Department of Homeland Security is investigating this. What? Agent Ronnie Martinez is on the case, so don't worry. Ronnie's on the spot. <laughs> Here's my counterpoint. 
It's a victimless crime. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I agree. Why are we using government resources for this? $15 million? Who cares? Right. Like What I, happened? I, the idiot who made all of those is out. Yeah. The money, like, whatever if I have a championship is. ring, I don't ever want to hear that it's fake. Just <laughs> let me believe it. You exactly. Know. I didn't whatever buy this for resale value. Right. The, the haul they pulled was... 157 Super Bowl rings, 83 NBA Finals rings, 99 World Series rings, 29 Stanley Cup rings, and 251 NCAA Championship rings for unnamed sports. I guess those were blank. You can just etch in, etch a basketball on there and fucking sell it for Pinewood Derby Boy Scout Award. It's like those Pandora bracelets. Yeah. Mine. <laughs> it is. Dad, what do you want? Dad, what do you want for Father's Day? Well. <laughs> I've been well, looking online. I have found on totallylegit.com that they have authentic Packers Super Bowl rings. <laughs> right. I would like one of those. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a daughter move would be buying like the Chicago Bulls dad fan being like, I bought you a championship ring, and it's like the 04 Detroit Pistons. <laughs> F you. <laughs> Come on, Rip Take Hamilton. You say Rip Wallace? Hamilton sucks? Is that what you're saying? Ben, ben Wallace? Wallace. Gosh. Who else oh was on God. that team? That was the last that was the last scrappy team that won a championship. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was back when basketball was a contact sport. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> hey, we have a a we have a real ad read and a uh a real code. A real uh what you call promo code that's what they call them um we had quite a snowstorm up here last week making the roads quite treacherous a young man went off the freeway into the ditch so he called the police to help him out when the police arrived they noticed the vehicle smelled like an outcast concert and they soon discovered why he had about 1.5 pounds of marijuana in the vehicle along with some other things that'll hell yeah you, brother probably get you three to five in wisconsin for what, what being rad? Being rad? <laughs> uh, can't take me to jail for that yeah <laughs> he's in all sorts of trouble That's now cool. and you're probably asking yourself some questions why didn't he make an effort to hide the contraband why didn't he call the tow truck directly everyone knows tow truck guys partake but the question you should be asking is why didn't this man Go to Canna Bloom Pharmacy at 2770 East Sumner Street, Hartford, Wisconsin, instead to get some fully legal and equally effective CBD gummies and or Delta 8 products. He would be at home right now, and this incident would be a fading memory, but instead he has multiple court dates. All this could have been resolved had he gone to see our friends at Canna Bloom Pharmacy with an F. Whether you have aches and pain, problem with sleep, or your dog is scared of thunderstorms, Canna Bloom has safe and natural products. That will help your situation. Go to cannabloompharmacy.com. Spell it C A N N A B L O O M F A R M like farm A C Y and use code PSR to get 10% off your purchase. Boy, I feel like I knocked that first one out of the park, guys. You'll be glad really you stay rad with Cannabloom Pharmacy. Be glad, stay rad. That's a Farm that's a shirt. With an job. F. I love that. <laughs> I'm going very uh, clever. The double entendre. Well, better call You'll be glad you stayed rad. <laughs> <laughs> Obligatory hockey talk. A Detroit substitute gym teacher threw a hockey stick at a little girl's head. What? And I think, I don't know if it knocked her unconscious. She's 11 years old. He threw a hockey stick at her head. So Detroit's still scrappy. That's so Patrick Kane traded to the Rangers. <sighs> uh, how do you feel about that, guys? You're both Blackhawks fans. I'm upset. Ladies first. Um, I it's it just puts the nail in the coffin, is what it does. I mean, the the team is busted up now. Everyone that I ever loved that was part of anything that was amazing is gone, except for Taves, which he doesn't play hardly because he's always um, sick. Right, hurt, sick, sick, hurt. Upper body, long COVID, long COVID. Um. Anyways, so that part of it really sucks. But I can say that once upon a time, Kane was the person that they acquired. Um. That mm-hmm. kind of started all of what was going to be the rebuild for the 
legacy dynasty that was, right? So I can only hope that, and what did they, when he left and went to the Rangers, we got a number two, a 2023 number two and a 2025 number four, I think is what we got. Mm. But he kind of was going to, he kind of, you know, he was at the end of his, his, he was at the end of it all and he was going to leave and we were going to get nothing probably is what was going to happen. So yeah. it's a tough pill to swallow, but it's okay. And I'm just being a big baby about it. Um, but, but it's okay. And, and I just don't know that the rebuild is going to go the way that I think it will um, or that the way that everybody wants it to. But if, if everybody's holding on to the idea that we could get Bedard, that would be really great. John. Yeah. I mean, this was a, a slow burn. We all knew it was going to happen. I think I was more upset when Dustin Bufflin left just because I liked him. That was more of a shock. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's sad. I wouldn't be surprised if he came back, though. Um, yeah. You know, in more of his golden awesome. years. Yeah. You know, the that whole tenure of the, the Blackhawks was amazing. Um, and then it's kind of unraveled in the last couple of years, things you learned about it, seeing some of these guys get a little bit slower. I noticed it the the downturn really when they they lost to the predators uh, a couple of years ago in the first round that was kind of the beginning of the end and and you kind of expected the sell off and as a fan I think you kind of hold on dearly when you see kind of a performance like that and then you kind of write it off in your head that okay well these guys are probably going to be gone and that's more of an emotional hedge mm-hmm. because yeah you always want to remember them. Um, I remember doing the pilgrimage to, to uh, United Center uh, when they won their last one. It was just a great time. Um, so, you know, I'm not sad to see them leave because I've been mentally prepared for it. I've mm-hmm. been expecting it. And to be honest, uh, he deserves a, a better a better home to, to showcase his skills. So good for him. I hope uh, somehow he finds him his way back in a Blackhawks jersey. And uh, a little bit better of a situation here in Chicago. Yeah. And then yeah. it did help too, that whole scandal thing, you know, not too long ago was very weird and, yeah. you know, just put a bad taste in everybody's mouth besides. I, that would be awesome if he came back and he really could. And I don't know, who are they talking to the other day? Just yesterday or the day before? Who said that he might come back too? And that would be something that would really be cool. Hmm. We'll have to watch the saga unfold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- those are fun teams. And that's where you start to fall in love with the NHL playoffs is when, especially when you get to an elimination game. And I think that was kind of one of my, my favorite moments in Chicago sports was went to a, uh, a Cubs game, got rained out. And then we watched the final uh, uh, Western conference final game seven. And I mean, just, just the most amazing experience is watching uh, any sort of clinching game in a bar with a bunch of people. They're yeah. blaring it through the audio. Everybody's rooting for it. Nobody's nobody's rooting for anybody other than the Blackhawks. And after they win, people are running up and down the streets giving high fives. It's the best. And uh, those are the memories that you like. They're they're long ago, and now you see Kane leave, and that's pretty sad. But that's. That's sports, baby. That's showbiz. It sure is. And wouldn't it be great to see him make him run at another cup? You know, like we're we're getting there, and it's a possibility. And, and to be honest, good? the guy's a freaking machine. He, he is, is a hockey machine, he and is. he deserves well another cup. To be honest, agree. We'll have a shot in New York. The Kings traded goalie Jonathan Quick to Columbus, who immediately traded him to Las Vegas. So I don't think the kings are probably happy with that i think he just ended up back on the west coast and now he's going to be in the playoffs and pissed off gotcha (laughs) wow i wonder if that was predetermined and they told him hey we're sending you to the blue jackets i know columbus but train and everything but you're not going to be there for more than a day so it's all good but i don't think they'd want him to go to the kings either i don't know (laughs) the the real shysters yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That was so 94 year old grandma. I'm like, grandma, I love it. Those I love it. But that's what hockey's yeah. all about is the trade to the trade to the trade. I mean, like it's not this step. It's the two steps from now, you know, yep. where it matters. So it, 
It was a crazy deadline. Basically, everybody in the league was traded this week is what happened. But the most interesting thing that happened, I think, Angela, you put this in the Discord. Join our Discord. Things are going off in there. We're having great conversations. Linus Olmark uh, made a save and then fired a wrist shot the length of the ice to become the 13th goalie in NHL history to score a goal and only the eighth to actually shoot the puck into the net. It was wild. It was awesome. He, it was perfect. He had he got he made the save. He had a little room and just enough time. And he flipped it over those two guys' heads. They put their arms up, didn't get it. And it was just <laughs> on a perfect line. I think the last a- time I've seen a goalie goal was in eighth grade PE. <laughs> it reminded me of like how they have those competitions on the ice between periods where it's like he also yeah. not only did he score a goal but he got like three little caesar pizzas yes. and a big check for like five hundred dollars from state <laughs> farm insurance that's right <laughs> allegedly from your friends at state farm <laughs> and come back for a chance to win a 93 Ford Fusion or be an 03 Ford Fusion from Sherry Auto. Um, I looked into this Chicago Coyotes situation. They yeah, definitely have coyotes in Chicago. They track them with motion activated cameras and radio collars to see where they live and how they interact. The estimated population in the uh, greater Chicago area is between 2,000 and 4,000 wild coyotes. Oh, my God. Normally, people don't see them, but a six-year-old girl did get bit in the head near the Peggy Notabart Nature Museum. That'll happen. (laughs) That'll happen. That'll happen. happen. They saved one. Smoking a cigarette. Who's in charge of all of them? (laughs) call me when it's four when you're up to four we have a problem that is statistically probable what we just just saw did you guys know that there's a chicago coyotes hockey team okay you think they got their name i know it didn't make sense to me and now my mind is blown once again like i didn't think that it had any yeah i didn't think that it had any cloud or any traction i don't know if that's actually how that, they got their name but that'd be pretty cool <laughs> that reminds me of a thought i had yesterday Wait. all my life i have wondered why is the alabama mascot they're the crimson tide what does an elephant have to do with anything but then i thought wait is the mascot an elephant because they play in tuscaloosa mm. and it's a tusk Oh, I get and it. elephants have tusks. Yeah. Is that where it comes from? I don't know. So we'll just ask well, the Chicago coyotes, are they like dirty, like street dirt, and they like a pocket with a street rat in it? Like they're eating street rats and no, like they're on no like, they are, they're on SoundCloud. Italian beef <laughs> sandwiches or like what Oh my God. Chicago Coyotes yeah. got 45s with switches and they're on SoundCloud. They if I were to encounter a coyote. Whether it was wild or a Chicago one, I would choose the wild one or the Chicago one. That has seen some things. <laughs> yeah, he's been through some <laughs> shit. They saved one that fell in Monroe Harbor, which surprises me. They got the resources out for a coyote, but good for them. Even better for the coyote. Um, yeah. This program, this program has stationed 110 cameras in parks, golf courses, cemeteries, and other large plots of land in Chicago and its neighboring communities up to about 30 miles from downtown. They say the program is still going strong, currently tracking about 60 coyotes within the city limits and will be radio collaring more, say researchers. That's so crazy. The thing that shocks me is it's like they didn't have to tell anybody because I I feel like if they put that to a vote, everybody would be like, "Mm, no. What? (laughs) (laughs) Vote, Vote no on prop coyote. Right. <laughs> Nobody's probably gonna have people like like hunting street coyotes now. Yeah. Well, Chicago isn't exactly the home of outdoorsmen. If you recall, a couple of years <laughs> no, ago they had a, they all a have crocodile. Guns. They they had a crocodile <laughs> in the lagoon over by where I used to live, and they tried a Chicago dude to go get it, and he's like, "Can't be done." So then they hired some redneck from Florida, and it was done in like sixteen hours. Right. That's what you need. That's Called him Chance need. the Snapper. Chance the snap. I'm serious. 
<laughs> I love that. <laughs> Don't pass That's out there. Fantastic. Oh my god. Chicago stories. Oh. Speaking of classic Chicago stories, Lori Lightfoot got the ass kicked. 17%. I believe it's the first time in 40 years an incumbent uh, mm-hmm. lost. Mm-hmm. Um, she just, I mean, I really thought the census cowboy would put her over the top and really endear her to people. The Halloween Damn. costume. Oh, did she dress up like the penguin one year? Or is that just her daily uh, wardrobe? I don't know. I don't but care what she's wearing, but good riddance. 17%. Yikes. So yeah. many dominatrix putting on costumes <laughs> and fucking the city. I did live a couple, couple blocks away from her. Never saw her. But every time I'd run by, I'm like, man, the cops are there again. That must be a trap house. Uh, and it was just her house. She lived in the most normal house I've ever seen. But uh, yeah, gosh, I mean, there's a lot you could say about that. Nobody liked Rahm Emanuel, and they had their reasons why. But people really, really liked her at the beginning and then really, really didn't. Um, you know, when you pick fights with everybody, uh, I don't know if we can say this online, but you say you have the biggest dick in Chicago. It's a little off-putting. Uh, people don't necessarily <laughs> want to work with you after that. You get in a fight with the teachers union, you get in a fight with the uh, police union. Uh, you know, it, she just made a lot of enemies and a lot of enemies out of aldermen. And if you're going to run Chicago, you got to be the right kind of corrupt, not the bad kind of corrupt who likes to hide police videos of a woman basically being assaulted by police uh, and try to bully her into not talking about it. So there's a lot with Lori Lightfoot. So uh hopefully the nowhere new guy, to go but up nowhere to go but up hopefully the new person will do better again it takes a pretty slick greasy guy like Rahm Emanuel to keep chicago running and to not let the wheels fall off so hopefully paul vallis or whoever uh will be that person speaking oh, of that? speaking of uncertain futures uh carson wentz cut that ridiculous traded around pumped up contract has finally just come one, to close. Just one second. I don't think Paul Vallis is going to win that. Do you think he is, John? It's him versus – I haven't looked into to it too much because – Jerome Brown or Jerome Jackson. I'm, I'm, I, I saw he, he's the one that's probably the most outspoken and is, is all over um, so, media-wise. So with Lori Lightfoot dropping off, and she was the more progressive, Yeah, he's more to the left than she is. So okay. I think his that vote may go over to him. And if that happens, he'll overtake Ballas. Okay. The thing, Jerome. I, yep. It, it, I don't know if that it'll matter. I, I, I don't think you can get much done in Chicago um, it, unless you're a, a career politician. There. There's a right. lot of bureaucracy there. It's like the federal government there almost. Yeah. If you want a parking spot, you basically have to grease the palm of your alderman, like a parking spot for your small business. You're mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of hands looking for money for anything that the city of Chicago should freely provide. So in terms of can actually get stuff done, uh, say what you want about Lori, but she would just hammer everything as she wanted. And one or two things went through, um, just through sheer force of will, if somebody wants to be the mayor and actually be a, a long-term mayor, I think they have to be a career greaseball. That's an older former alderman that comes up. I, I don't know. I think he's the leader of the teachers union, and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. The last guy who was there long-term was basically Obama's chief of staff, and had an insane amount of pull, and had a insane, insane amount of political capital. So we'll see. I, I, I don't I, I don't know anybody that can come in and even fix up Chicago. It's just it's a machine. It is a corruption machine. Maybe yeah. Indy 500. <laughs> 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 and coyotes. Well, yeah. now, and now they, we veered off into politics. And I, I really don't care whether it's a Republican or a Democrat that, that runs that city because, it, quite frankly, it doesn't matter. It's run by the aldermen. And, uh, you know. It's it's gone south pretty 
badly during the pandemic, you know, and, and a lot of the political strife was front and center in front of my building as it had to be boarded up for months at a time. And, and you see people fleeing companies fleeing because honestly, it's, it can be a pretty disheartening place to, to live when now they're basically trying to propose a bill where you have to have an armed guard. If well, State business. Street, that Great Street is pretty much vacant now. Be- because why yeah. would you keep it open? They're not punishing people. I mean, if they are, it's like too late, you know, and insurance rates are going to get jacked up. If you're if you're Macy's on State Street, you know, you have to let people steal. It's just the way it is. I mean, I don't know how many times I would go into Walgreens right by the Chicago Theater and people would just walk out with food. And yeah. it's it's just that's the way major cities have gone. They they don't know how to handle criminals in today's society where there's actually uh crime and punishment anymore. It's it, the minute there's punishment, it's uh it's overblown and then there's there's riots or stuff like that. You know, it's 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 so convoluted and so complicated that I've spoken just about as intelligently as I possibly can, but there's there's not an easy solution. There's not a four-year solution. That does dovetail nicely into the Carson Wentz contract. It's about as debacleous as his debacleous award as the city of Chicago. Do you think he gets another job? My theory is he goes to Arizona to fill in for Kyler Murray until his knee works again or until he beats Fortnite. Or Gosh, whatever he's playing. It's going to turn into the old guy division, isn't it? <laughs> Other than the Niners. Maybe they'll snag him as a backup for Goff. But that's money. Uh, it's money, right? I mean, that's what we're talking about. Yep. Did, did the Cardinals have money? Because, I I mean, they, they're paying Kyler. Uh, the Seahawks, they probably have money, but they got their guy supposedly um hey who might who knows he might go to the niners and uh shanahan might make a man out of him yet <laughs> <laughs> he could wear uh he could possibly wear zero if he wants the players have floated that they want to be able to wear number zero That'd and then awesome. it's going to be a massive fight in every locker room for who gets it <laughs> the the gilbert arenas number okay <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. You can only, the only way you can get the number zero is if you walk into the locker room and point a gun in the equipment manager's face. Oh my God. It's the only way you get the Gilbert arenas number. <laughs> Gosh. Well, the thing with Wentz is he's a good teammate. He's a good guy. He's always been a high character guy. So what more could you want for in a backup? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Low drama. Definitely. And he gets great gifts. I mean, he bought the offensive line Yeti coolers and whiskey and all kinds of cool shit. What else we got? Quarterback carousel. Might as well hit that. Here are the guys who don't have deals yet. Carr, Gino, Daniel Jones, Jimmy G, Brissett, the aforementioned Carson Wentz, and possibly Lamar Jackson. So it's going to be an interesting offseason. Yeah. I hope Lamar finds a home soon, whether that's Ravens or not. That team is yeah. is uh, picking each other apart right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, you've designed the offense around the kid. Let's get this figured out. But yeah. again, he's he's representing himself. So, yeah. He's not, really. It's not going well. <laughs> no. no not Failing going. to represent himself. Yeah. This uh, Pittsburgh D lineman, Kalijah Cansey. Things are going well for him. He's six foot one, 281 pounds. He just ran the fastest 40 for a guy over 280 in the last 20 years. And I didn't put the time. You're going to have to Google that, but fast. But what does a defensive tackle need to run 20 yards for? If he's running 20 yards, you got problems. (laughs) He might be playing for the Vikings. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I saw an article that I didn't read. The headline was kid alts. Buy twenty five percent of toys these days. That's that's I don't like that. They're keep, adults who can't let go of childhood are keeping the toy industry afloat. Is what I got from that. Really? Is this action figures? Is this now the time to sell my Princess Diana beanie baby? <laughs> no. Because I got one. Because oh I got one. Oh my god. That's I've your been t- hanging on. I won that independent wealth. I won Jeez. that at a Peoria Chiefs minor league baseball game. Oh my god! 
Do you have a little, do you have a little, uh, little case around the tag to keep it protected? Well, let me show you. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, let me show you. I'll be right back. <laughs> He's like, He's I'm not lying. It's for it. real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Princess guy, uh, Diana, Beanie I would Beanie not have. Beanie. Would not have had that on my bingo card. I thought they only had animals. I didn't know they made people. I remember a high school girlfriend got me one. I forgot what animal it was, but yeah, you're right. I don't know that. Maybe that makes it even more safe. It was in your safe. (laughs) Oh, it's a bear. Oh, it's I get it. Yeah, there's a case on the tag. (laughs) Of course, there is. Twelve-year-old me said, "I'm going to be rich someday." Hell yeah, that's I mean that's plush Bitcoin basically that's what right. that is. Damn right. That's right. I don't report that to the IRS. <laughs> no, sir, you're not getting any of this uh princess bear money. Not at all. Excellent. Uh, taking offers. Now you just in my world, John, you just became I know this guy who has a princess to hand <laughs> Mint can dish. <laughs> <laughs> One really game. You're no longer headband guy anymore. You are <laughs> the creep with the beanie baby. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Kid alt. That's a creepy term to me. I don't know. Uh, yeah. If you have 90 toys and zero kids, you're trying to lure something in. That's <laughs> I don't like that no. at all. You've got some sort of arrested development. Yeah. So weird. Yep. Or you were just, I mean, you forgot to be a kid. I'm not sure. Here's what I am sure of. Baseball games are going to be shorter. The Uh average spring training game is down almost 30 minutes. MLB games last year averaged three hours and seven minutes. Now they have no shifts, bigger bases. I mean, I guess you can only check the runner twice. A couple times, two, three times you can only check runners. Wow. That'll, that'll so make things a little bit snappy. I drank water to not cough, and it induced a cough. That's a so that's interesting because then obviously the stolen base percentages will go up, and somebody might get close to <laughs> knocking out a record or two. Yeah, that's. Maybe. I mean, that'll liven up uh... the game. I mean, that's what they're after. Hmm. Scherzer says he likes the pitch clock. He feels like he can use it to his advantage because he's able to just, you know, turn and throw the pitch at any point. The batter has to be facing the pitcher with eight seconds left on the clock. I think there's going to be a lot of gray area confusion and arguments there. A game ended in spring training last week because somebody wasn't facing the pitcher in time. And it was like bottom of the ninth. The game was over. That was weird. A, a clock off. <laughs> You get it? <laughs> yeah. A walk off, a clock off. Can, can Padres I, uh... are trying to buy a World Series. <laughs> Baseball's taking off. It's almost time. Can can I uh, hijack this podcast to? I, I don't think the NFL Players Association team report card was on our docket, and I think we should talk about that. Oh, is this the facilities thing? This is everything. So um, I've got it pulled up. Um, hey, yes, who cool, the number one spot? Well, it's there's seven categories treatment of facilities, nutrition, weight room, strength staff, training room, training staff, locker room. And these were all these were anonymous surveys, right? They did 1300 players, yes. So Dallas is at the top, they have like A's and A pluses, and everything except training room is a B. Um, you can imagine who's at the bottom. Take one guess. The Commodores? Yes. Uh, F, D plus, C plus, A plus in strength staff somehow. Then F minus, D, F minus. Uh, That's pretty pathetic. So Packers are good too. They had A's and B's across the board. Here's the one that shocked me. And this is just a crying shame is the Rams. Their facilities or their training. Yeah, treatment. Treatment. I'm sorry. I said treatment of families. D plus D plus also wow. in locker room. Their stadium is brand new. What wow. is that? What gives? That should be atmosphere. one of the best locker rooms yes. in the league. Yeah. Is that You're culture or is this players? like the cleaning this staff? Is isn't this is like 
No, this is we have the facilities that we need. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So let's see. The worst in the league for the locker room was Commanders, then Cardinals, then Chiefs, D minus. This is just quality of the locker room. Chargers, Jags, Falcons. Let's see. Nutrition. Um, wow. F minus goes to Arizona Cardinals, Cincinnati Bengals, and New Orleans Saints and Chargers. All got Fs. Wow. And then uh, other players were like, like, what were they? They were popping off on. There was one coach where they were like, yeah, it was awful. I had my career ended by that guy. So I think it's bringing out good conversations where players are now like, yeah, that was awful. I had, you know, three knee surgeries in three years. That's So that's like strength staff. Worse there's yeah. Baltimore Ravens. So that's adding to all the uh, garbage that's happening. Most in injured Baltimore. team in the league. So yeah. So to put it in perspective, strength staff, Baltimore Ravens, F minus, Falcons, D minus, and then it's B's and A's from there on out. Weird. Yeah, training yeah, guys room. love their strength coach. That's who gets you the PEDs they can't catch. Well, here's why Kyler Murray's never watching film the training room. F minus. Maybe, maybe they just don't have anything yeah. for him. Hey, maybe upgrade. Put some nicer chairs in there. Take a look at his gaming chair and just make a replica. Yeah, right. Kansas there. City D minus and training stuff. Stick wow. a plug in in the oh. wall. Make it smell nice. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Denver at? What are all of it? Their scores. Denver, uh, so treatment of facility, or I keep saying facilities. Stands on fire. <laughs> yeah. Denver Broncos, how they treat their families, D+. Plus. Nutrition, D. Weight room, B+. Plus. Strength staff, A-. minus. Training room, C+. Plus. Training staff, B. Locker room, <laughs> D+. Plus. All right, what Sierra's about my there, team? C-. What about my team? Right. Where'd the Vikings rank? Let's see where the Vikings are. I wonder what treatment of family means. Is that tickets? Is that access? Wow, they got to... all A's. <laughs> I told you they did. A I pluses, read it. That's why I know. <laughs> A pluses in strength staff, training room, training staff, and locker room. That Minnesota sounds nice. Next year. <gasps> well, I mean, the top team on this was the Cowboys. Yeah. What? Yeah. Jerry... Read their scores out. Jerry spares no expense. Families, A+. Plus. Nutrition, A. Weight room, A+. Plus. Strength staff, A+. Plus. Training room, B. Training staff, A-. Minus. Locker room, A+. Plus. Nutrition, an A with the salted McGriddle. With the salted McGriddle. Hey, who's got – so their training facility was a B? It was, yes, a B. Well, who, who's got the best training facility in the league? That would be Minnesota Vikings, Miami Dolphins, Chicago Bears. All have eight pluses. Wow. What about the Bengals? I heard they don't even have an indoor practice facility <laughs> unless they remedied that. Uh, find the Bengals. Yeah, scrolling I mean, you're not down, scrolling At least give us down. one of those uh, driving range domes, you know, that looks like a balloon. Something. All right. They got a D minus. Nice. D minus. Steelers not looking so great in this. D minus B C A minus D minus B plus D plus. They don't have their families. They're just creating grit up there. That's all. (laughs) Putting them through. Who's best with families? Cowboys. Cowboys, Vikings, Panthers, Bills all have A's. The worst of treating families, Jags, Bengals, Commanders, Cardinals. Uh, Speaking of the Commodores, this, I believe, is the last thing. Yep, I see the thank yous under it. Dan Snyder is pushing his luck. Word around the campfire is voting Dan out of the club, back on the table. Um, he's <laughs> refusing to sell unless they absolve him in advance of any future legal liability for shit they find. I ain't uh, fucking leaving. What exactly <laughs> went on in that place? Gosh. This is like the worst breakup ever. Like... You left your sweater in my car. Yeah, except this is you left a rape victim in the office. Or whatever. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I know you for sure dumped milk on the floor just to piss off the Lerner family. So who knows what <laughs> Yeah, I know. So That's so the level grade. of petty he is. Third grader. This saga. I mean, and that's what it is at this point. It's a saga. Yep. There's it's got everything, good and bad. 
Uh, you know, so, we need to cue up some good soap opera music, like as the world turns or something. We need like no, that we need uh, all my Snyder's. We need uh, Todos los Dias, the uh, telenovela music. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> Spanish soap operas, much far too slaps, superior to American. You got people coming out of comas. <laughs> yeah, and then you got a lot of big a couple, hair, couple fiery nines yelling at each other, a lot of glossy <laughs> lips. And if you, I, I've actually watched a good amount of telenovelas, and there's always a nurse in the background. I don't know why. I think there might be just some dead guy or some guy that's about to croak, and so that necessitates a nurse in the background of every telenovela. Yeah, really. Dead. I recommend Ruby. That's a good one. Oh my Every god! Time I hear the word necessitates. I think trying to get in the world. good graces of my girlfriend's family. Excellent. <laughs> That'll work. Um, Snyder's demands have, quote, angered some owners and renewed discussion about the possibility of taking a vote to remove him from the ownership of the Commodores. They are calling Snyder's move absurd, especially considering uh, the franchise continues to face investigations. So, yeah, I don't know if we're going to give you just a free pass here, queen for a day, whatever the cops call it. No, if we find some shit, you're going to be in trouble, I think is the deal. So good luck with all that, Dan. Is his logic that, oh, they can't make me sell the team if I'm under investigation? Well, have you seen his house? His house is for sale. It is gigantic. Before you know it, he'll be getting pregnant so he doesn't have to go to jail. (laughs) This is a classic short guy who is just compensating everywhere he can find a way to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's all we got. What are we, hour four? Perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. Chris asked me how long I thought it would be, and I said about an hour. Hour, hour and a half with coach. <laughs> Ooh, Illini went to overtime and won. All right. Ooh, Pittsburgh 4-4 with Tampa. We need Tampa to pull this thing out. We got a good record on bets placed during podcasts, so let's pull some positivity. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We truly do appreciate it. I have a feeling uh, we'll have some more Spotify reviews once you people get in there and give us a couple more of those five stars. We encourage you to tell your friends, share the show on social media, maybe send us one of those. Uh, go to PatriotSportsNow.com to find all of our stuff. Follow the show at PatriotsPod on Twitter. Join our Discord. Get in there. Talk some sports with us. We've got movie Do channels it. and uh, all kinds of shit. Suggest a channel. I'll, I'll create it. No, I like that. It's a free country. Uh, it'll be my pinned tweet at PSR host guy. I'll find out what the, what to type in to tell you where to go. That's it. That's it. I'm spinning. I'm spinning wheels at this point. So this is where I say until next time, be good to each other. Chris, kick the outro music. You've been listening to Patriot sports radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like rate and review, and we'll be back soon for more content and merch. Hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.